Welcome back to the Workspace Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Moran. My guest this week is Kate Stallings. She owns Kate Creative Media, and she helps businesses with their marketing efforts. A lot of small businesses today still have not done enough to embrace social media and online marketing strategies. She helps them get over their fears and really just get to work. This has been a topic of the Workspace Podcast in the past, but I firmly believe it's a large enough space where there's room for more opinions and strategies because you really never know what's going to work for you. So sit back, relax, listen, and enjoy. Hey, Kate, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Justin, for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. I've been wanting to have you as a guest for a little while, so I'm glad we made some time. You specialize in online marketing for local businesses. Yes, correct? exactly. Yeah. I was doing some quick research. There's 28 million local businesses in the United States right now. And I'm sure it's growing every day. Daily, yeah. yeah. Now's yeah. the best time to open up your own business. I think business. so. And a lot of people refer to it as sort of the lifeblood of our entire economy, which I believe. But there's a big challenge for them because the barriers to entry for almost any local business are super low. I talk a lot about this on the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, you and I could start our own lawn care business tomorrow and, and literally be competing with everyone else who's been doing it forever. Right. So, the, I mean, really the challenge then is to retain the customers that you have and grow your business over time, like any business. Exactly. So I thought it'd be really cool today to just concentrate on some best practices that you help your clients implore to garner attention, get new customers, and most importantly, retain the ones they already have. Exactly. Yeah. So I think a lot of new businesses undervalue social media and they think that it's a younger generation kind of game. They think that, oh, I don't want to do it. And if they do do it, they don't want to pay someone that's out of college 40 to 50 grand to be doing it and keeping up with them. So that's why they don't really go towards it or they don't know the value of it, Mm -hmm. which is another thing that like Facebook, I mean, there's over a billion users on there. So when people tell me, oh, I'm not on it because, you know, my customers aren't on it or my competitors aren't on it. I'm like, that's when you want to be on it. If your competitors aren't on it, you want to be on it because you want to plant that flag early and say, I've done this. I'm being authentic. I'm not copying you and create a new space for customers to then come there and then go to your website. But a lot of people don't see the value in that. And I think that they also don't see the opportunity, which is also kind of disappointing. So that's what I do with my business is I take them from their website. Once that's complete, I say, let's work on your social media as well and start directing people from social media to your website or Mm. from Google. But everyone's on Facebook now. Everyone's on Facebook. And even though they're getting scrutiny from the government and from other people, it's not really taking people off the site. You still get such an engagement rate. And people are having a problem with that as well. People put the content out there if they are doing it, and then they're not getting the engagement. And it says, why is that? You know, blame it on the algorithms. Don't blame it on people just not engaging as much or people don't care. But mm-hmm. that's where I try to take my customers and say, really break it down. What are you doing? How often are you doing it? Are you hiring someone to do it? Do they know what they're doing? And then I kind of give them a 60 to 90 day plan as to what we would do for them mm-hmm. in that span on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Pinterest, if they'd like, on Google, because they don't know and it's not their fault. They just have never been taught it. And Facebook has only been around since 2004. And so, and LinkedIn has been only around for 2002 as well. So these are all kind of new things. As much as we know so much about them, they're pretty new for people. And, you know, my generation has picked them up and I don't think they've picked them up as much as they should. 
And so for my businesses, I say is I do every, I test everything. I test pretty much every platform. And I say is I know what pretty much works on every single thing because I know how to engage with people. Twitter's different. Facebook's different. LinkedIn is different. I've learned what gets responses to the point where when I go out in public and someone sees me, they go, oh my God, I see you everywhere. <laughs> I, and I'm like, really? Like, I'm not looking for that response. I'm like, oh, okay. Is it annoying? I'll, you know, they're like, no, I see you everywhere. How do you do that? And then they say, can you do that with my business? And I'm like, yeah. sure. What, what's your business? So take us through it. I mean, you, if someone has no exposure mm -hmm. with their business on, you know, XYZ platform for right. social media, you take them through the entire process of creating that page, creating the copy and content. And maintenance over time? How does it all work? Yep. So at first I see is you have a website. If they don't, then that's kind of the first thing that we do. And I analyze the website and say, you know, what's going to be the big point for people to be actually contacting you on the website? Then I look through their, if they do have a Facebook or LinkedIn or any social media platform, I look through the entire thing and say, is all right, you know, is do you even have a logo up there? Do you, one, do you even have a page? Do you have a logo? Do you have a username that people can find you by? Do you have custom graphics on there? Not just an image as a cover photo. That yeah. doesn't help anyone. Are you listing out your services? on Facebook? Are you posting regularly? Are your posts actually interesting? Or are they just kind of like Forbes magazine says or, you know, Market Watch or something? Yeah. It's like no, I, one, no cares. one cares, follows them on the yeah. side. So yeah, if yeah. you came out with content that is original, like I do, I do blogs. I do my own blog. If you come out with more content that is original, if you need to hire someone like myself to do that, that's when we would do that. But people want to be kind of taken through and guided. And that's what that's what I do. And I just say is, you know, we look at your competitors and a lot of these people do not have competitors online. And as well, the interesting thing, and I always kind of give this to people and they love this, is that you can see what other people are running for ads on Facebook. If you go to their page, you can go under, I think it's infos and ads, and you can see which ads they're running in which yeah. countries. So you can see, oh, is my competitor running ads? Yes, you can see. You're not going to see where they're targeting or how much, but you're going to be able to see that, yes, they are running. So you're like, Maybe I should be running ads. Once you have a Facebook page for your business is you can then target your competitors for when you want to run ads. Hmm. You can say, say, if my competitors have enough people following their page, yeah. I can then target those people who like that page to follow my stuff and advertise that way. So a lot of different ways to advertise. You're really taking the guesswork out of things now. Yeah, instead of just the shotgun approach. Exactly. Which is, I think, where I've personally fallen down with online advertising in the past is just, you know, a broad shotgun approach. I'm narrowing it down to, you know, where I have my businesses. But you're saying that you can take it a step further with even more drilling down to specific customers who have engagement with like type Businesses. It's actually really scary. If you have a page and you've never ran an ad, I would yeah. just check out looking through how to run an ad and you can just see, don't even run an ad, but just see the demographics, the categories. I mean, you can target people who have children, you know, uh, zero to 12 years old. Yeah. You can target parents. You can target people who have a certain financial income. You can target people who like LA fitness. You can target people <laughs> who are of interest in business, whatever you want to do. It, it gets scary. Like you can target people who are recently engaged. If yeah. they put that content out there, that's why personally, I don't put any personal kind of content out there that right. would set myself up for being targeted. But that's just showing how much information people are willing to put out online and people mm -hmm. aren't capitalizing on the fact that they're it's putting there. this all out loud, all, all there. And you're <laughs> yeah. just being like, nah, it's not for me. And I'm like, they're literally giving you it. And people are just kind of letting it go by. And I don't. I say, we're going to grab that. And they're like, we can do that. It's so exciting for them. They've never seen a time where it's so easy to write it, you know, a, a reach away for them to finally get those people that 
they were always trying to get and didn't know. Or when I do run the ads is that I say, hey, look, your demographics, look at this chart. And they'd be like, I didn't know that my target market was 35 to 55. I thought it was, you know, 60 up. Nope, it's this online. And they're like, oh my God. And so it brings this whole new world to them online that they never thought was really possible. And then we can really start remarketing and targeting these people deeper for 20 bucks or $30 you can spend on an ad. Nice. That's pretty powerful. And I know you've done a couple of seminars here at Workspace. Yep. I have uh, one coming up as well on June uh, 12th at 10 a.m. Okay. Just take us through some of the key takeaways from the last one as far as you know, either questions or feedback from folks that participated. Yes. Yeah, so my last one was called Using Social Media for Your Business. And it was really walking through that this is the best time to, one, start a business, two, to start using resources online and platforms online that were never able to be used. And I walked them through Facebook, how to set up Facebook for your business page, custom graphics, walking you through exactly what you need to do, walking through how to invite people to your page. People were surprised about that, inviting them to like their page and then their friends to like their page. Also, I was showing them um, Twitter Mm -hmm. as well and how to use polls on Twitter and how to do the different kind of engagements that people don't tend to do. Facebook just kind of started that with the Facebook polls, but then I was also showing them Instagram and saying is, you know, how many hashtags should you really have? Because you know those posts where it's like hashtag, 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 and it's like everything you could think about. And then I walked them through how to set that up, how Facebook and Instagram are connected and how you can put the two together when you're posting. And and people were really taken aback by how much is out there and they have not been able to grab it. And then I people come and say, oh, well, my Facebook and stuff is great but my website is not. Can you take a look at it? I take a look at it and I redid a few websites actually from that seminar and I didn't really expect that. I just said, here's some free content info Mm -hmm. that I just want to help you with your business. If I can help someone in this room feel more comfortable and be inspired to go back out, that's my job. That's what I'm happy about. And that's why I started my company is I was like, how can I fix a problem that someone else is having that, you know, is not going to involve a big company like you know, GoDaddy or something like that, that's going to be like, you know, you have 10 more minutes to wait online. I got so tired <laughs> of doing that, of calling every single hosting company, you know, for a client. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm doing my own thing now. People have really found an interest in social media. If I can clear a few myths for them, that's fantastic. If they come out saying is, I didn't realize it was that easy to get online. I didn't realize that I could jump on Twitter and start engaging with people. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, now's the time. If you want to engage with someone famous on Twitter, now's the time. Like Twitter has like, I think the almost the lowest engagement. I remember I went to a conference, the How Design Live conference in Boston last year. And I went and some woman that was a TEDx speaker was there. And I reached out to her after on Twitter and I just said, hey, that was a great presentation you did. I didn't know so much about public speaking. That was fantastic. She had like half a million followers. And she reached back out to me within two minutes and said, hey, Kate, thanks so much. Here's a free brochure for my next event or something. I didn't even expect that. If I did that on Facebook or LinkedIn, one, I would even get to them on LinkedIn. Facebook, she would have probably been bogged down already. Twitter, you can engage with people. And it's all about sitting there and seeing which content you want to engage with and being part of a new community online that really didn't exist. People just are really, really appreciative of a new way of communicating with people. And you see all these apps out there that are so new. They're all messenger apps. You know, Facebook has Facebook Messenger. It also has another one for um, Facebook Local. I just downloaded that today. It's all just local events. They really created a very central and local focus for small businesses to really figure out everything in a blink of an eye. And then that's when my job is to say, let's take it a step further 
And that's just organize all this stuff together. I know it can be overwhelming. That's just organize all this together and then worry about your website, making sure that everything that you're putting out there is A1 and then making sure that that stuff is being clicked on and brought back to your website for them to eventually call you, email you, follow up with you, call someone. However they want to engage. Exactly. We were having this conversation the other day. Every time I put up a new way for a customer to engage with me, within a matter of days... I get some sort of communication from somebody who's discovered that new channel. Like I have a little bot on my website. I have a couple of web forms, whatever. Anytime I introduce something new, it's used almost immediately. So you can't be afraid of these little things out there that you can connect to your own either social media or website that are virtually free. Yeah. But- I just downloaded a new one, Vero, V-E-R-O. It's like kind of like another Instagram messenger. It, the key about that is that there's no ads. It's no trending. There's no like algorithms to it, which is interesting. I just downloaded it. They only have like 30,000 followers on Twitter. So I'm going to see if I can engage with them and just find out more. But I'll there's so many out. new channels. Yeah. yeah. And I figured I'll go on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't make any assumptions as a small business mm-hmm. owner as to how someone may want to contact you. Like, well, none of my customers are on Twitter. or None of my customers are doing this or that. You can't make that assumption because mm-hmm. but you never know first. And second of all, People just want to engage in different ways. So you can't close any of them off. One of the other things we were talking about the other day is I made a few mistakes with spending money on either Google ads or Facebook ads. And for whatever reason, they just didn't have a lot of return for me. And one day I discovered Google My Business through a gentleman who who used to work at Google. And he basically explained in order to get to the top of the search list, you should engage with the tools that Google gives you. So let's talk a little bit about Google My Business and importance you think it has for small business owners. Again, when I set up people's website, I always say is that's set up Google My Business. And a lot of people say, is, what's, what's that? that? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, really? Yeah. And so I show them and it's really a whole new channel for people to have kind of their own directory almost on Google. Type in local web designer in Canton. If I'm searching in Canton, you'll find Kate Creative Media pop Mm -hmm. right up. If you click on me, that means that you're on Google's kind of listing, which is huge because now people can write reviews, which Google then ranks you for that. You can put your own photos up there. You can put your own posts up there, which the interesting thing about them, which I don't think any other social media kind of platform or place is doing is that the posts are only there for a certain amount of seven days. days yes, yeah, yeah. se- seven days. So you have yeah. to continually, and I'll let you know is that, great, that's been up for six and a half days. It's yeah. going to go down soon. Do yeah. you want to, you know, put something else up there? So right. it really makes you... It reminds you to post, yeah. Keep going, keep going, keep going. And it has a whole analytics section to it. And I think that's fantastic for them. I know Google Plus is no more. I don't right. think that even really exist. went far. But I love it. And I showed you that link as well for WhiteSpark for if you need Google reviews without having to explain to each customer, you know, hey, type me into Google, go down, go to the right or left and click yeah. write a review. Is right. that I was showing you that. Okay. What's it called? A white, white Spark? White Spark. Yeah, it was Google Review Link Generator. So you put that in there and then when yeah. someone clicks on it, you go right to it and the box literally comes right up and it says, you know, how many stars do you want to give Justin? You know, how many stars yeah. do you want to give Kate Creative Media? You know, people want to take the path of least resistance. People just want the easiest way. How can I make mm. this happen quick? And so I continuously have to do that with all of my programs and businesses and, you know, anything. And the best part about that platform is that you have all the control over all the content that someone will see. So if they type in, you know, either your business name or cleaning services in Canton, mm-hmm. on the right-hand side, you see that little business profile pop up. You're in control over all that content. So it's just a layup for any small business and it's free, which is the, the best part, obviously. So back to my first point, 
I made some mistakes with respect to purchasing ads on different platforms like mm-hmm. Google and Facebook. When do you think a business is in a good position to start spending money? It's probably not a good idea to spend money until your house is all clean. So talk a little bit yeah, about so when would, someone might be in a position to separate with some money for these So ads. I would say is when your website one is complete, dumb down your website, don't make it 10 pages and you want to put every single service listed out very simply. And then once I've kind of looked through that and I've done my uh, scan of it and said, is, does Google love it? Does Bing love it? Does Yahoo love it? Then we can say, all right, that's good. It loads fast. I understand what people are going to. I, I can pretty much confirm that people are going to know what they're clicking on and then where they landed. Mm-hmm. So that's good. And then we kind of look for the three click rule and says, you know, they're going to pretty much click three times before they say I'm in or I'm out. And then once we've kind of gone through all of that, we say, okay, now you're ready. If Facebook is what you've been doing, you, you've been posting on it. Great. You've been getting some engagement. Great. Now, but we boost an ad or boost a post that you found, I would recommend a video for five bucks. Try that out. You don't need to put 50 bucks down. Now you're not going to get much back, yep. but you're going to start to get a demographic layout that Facebook is going to start to show you as to who is engaging. If you just said, you know, 25 and up all the way to 65 plus in a 20 mile radius, then you can start to focus in on who you're actually looking for and then maybe boost it up to 15 bucks or 20 bucks. I mean, even nowadays, $20, when were you ever to hit a couple hundred people and then see who's clicking on it, see where people are going? You can't do that with direct mail anymore. No. So I would say is when you've set up your website and you've gone to someone, maybe a designer or whoever, to look at it and confirm, yes, this is ready. And just get a second opinion, no matter what it be, whether it be your business partner, whether it be your family, your Mm. friend, wherever. Just get a second opinion from someone maybe who's not a designer as well and say, what do you think about this? How Mm. do you engage with this? And then I would say is if you want to test it yourself... Put five, ten bucks in, mm-hmm. see what happens, play around with it. You'll be amazed and you'll probably get really excited about it because you didn't realize that you could hit so many people. And I'd recommend just going, if you're a store, just go within five to ten mile radius. If you're people who ship domestically, I mean, you can just start with a certain location and then expand out. And then if you want to hit certain locations, that's fine as too. But just stick with your website, make sure that's simple, and then start posting on Facebook. Understand how Facebook is laying out, get a following. Mm. And then see which post is engaging the most. Facebook will tell you. Mm-hmm. And then say, all right, I'm going to boost that one for five to 10 bucks. And then once you start putting in some kind of fields of interest like health and wellness or LA fitness, body or whatever it may be, is Facebook's going to start recommending some categories for you to put in there. It kind of actually helps you because then you can start to see, oh, I didn't realize that I could start targeting people who like Cake Boss. I didn't realize I could start targeting people who like financial market information or what have you. And then you can start going and and then just see what happens. You know, maybe run it for three days and just see what happens. And then you can put that in with Facebook Pixel, hook that up to your website and see who's coming to your site. And then you're good to go. And then if you need more help or if you say, hey, you know what, this is just this is great, but I'm overwhelmed. You can call a company like myself. I work with local companies all the time who would be able to really focus in on what you're doing and say, maybe this is where you're failing and this is what I'd recommend. Do some A-B testing, figure out which is the best route to go. Maybe do two or three ads, do different demographics, do different ages, and then just figure out from there and kind of just play around as long as you have maybe $50 to $100 and to maybe kind of test which we've all done. I've done that. I've, I've tested more than that yeah. to figure out what my target market is, which nowadays, I mean, that seems pretty small compared to 20 years ago. As you could say, is put 100 bucks down and kind of get a good idea yeah. as to where you kind of land. I mean, that's pretty remarkable. Speaking of that, what are the types of companies that you've found that you've worked best with over the past few months, years? 
organizations, attorneys, real estate agents, a lot of real estate agents said is, you know, my site is just not working for me because they get it from Keller Williams or oh, Success right. Real Estate. Yeah, so like they get a site. Thing. The only difference from them and another realtor it's in like there. It's the picture in their name. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's the I've same photos, the same listings, everything. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're like, the market's really interesting right now. And I don't want some site that Cookie just looks like, exactly. Yeah. So I said, all right. So I started working with them and they're like, this is amazing. I really customized all of them to what they were kind of looking for. And for one, we even made a um, local guide and said is, you know, for anyone who just bought a house in a certain area, that's kind of walk them through what a first night would be in that area and saying, here's mm. the best Chinese restaurant. Here's the best auto place. Here's the best bakery or something for people. Because we know that they're not going to eat at their house that night that they got there, yeah, right. you know? Yeah, good call. They're going to order Chinese food. And yeah. then if you can put a coupon on your website and say, hey, by the way, if you're a new you know, homeowner, why don't you come to my site? There's a coupon on my site for the, the local Chinese place or yeah, the yeah. local Papa Gino's or something up the street. And then I started getting real estate agents to say is, do you know anyone else that you can kind of reach out to and say, kind of market with together, whether it be print coupons or coupons on your website and just start kind of giving each other traffic. And they were like, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, definitely. Because they're all older and they all have a base that they come from that would be able to help them. Mm -hmm. I just kind of turned on that switch and just said, just as a reminder, we can still use those people. And they're like, oh my God, we can. And so we do that on their website. And people have been interested in it and that makes them happy. And the newer folks can start to uh, get a sense of the community. And I also started one that said is, what do you love about your town? Anyone who's looking for a house in a local area on this website that I did is I added a section that said is, what do you love about your town for people who already live there? So we're going to add a section when people start to write in and saying is, I love Canton because blah, 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 blah. So that will start helping people say, oh my God, I'm looking for a house in Canton. And this person yeah. who just wrote in maybe sold her house with this real estate agent, maybe not, loves Canton because X, Y, Z. It's just another opportunity for engagement. Exactly. And people want to see that, that you're not just some stale business out there just sort of going through the motions. But that, right. that's a great idea. And a lot of real estate just sites are so black and white. Yeah, yeah, and even yeah. when they are customized and nice, they don't have like a local blog section. They don't have anything. I don't know how they're really getting people to their page other yeah. than just you know, really heavy marketing. I'd have to see the analytics behind that to see really how that's working for them. So it's obvious you've got no shortage of good ideas. How do people get a hold of you if they've thought maybe now's the time to reach out to someone like Kate? They can call uh, me if they would like. My number is 508-521-4769. Or they can email me. You know, if they have any questions, they can check out my website as well, katecreativemedia.com. That has all my information on there as well. A whole bunch of stuff, but there's blogs on there. I write my, all my own content. So instead of a, like kind of an FAQ section, I really dive into the questions that potential customers do have. That you hear all over and over again. Yeah. So. And then I do do workshops for free. Right. So, and then if there's any other training that people want, I help with that as well. Cool. Office trainings or website trainings, marketing trainings, all of the above. So we look nice. forward to welcoming new people into uh, KCM and, and having them uh, train with us. Cool. Very good. Hey, well, thanks for joining me today. Obviously some great content. Thank and, you so much for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. We'll talk soon. Once again, that was Kate Stallings from Kate Creative Media. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit that subscribe button, leave a review, and most importantly, share with your friends. The Workspace Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. If you have any interest in podcasting, please don't hesitate to reach out. Email is the best way, info at workspacema.com. Thanks for listening today, and we'll see you on the next one.